Jeffrey was in his room and he came down the stairs about nine o'clock and he asked his man for two euros for two cans of beer. And he went down down the road to get the two cans. And on the way back up, he met some friends of his, well, so-called friends. Uh, he stood at a bonfire. And about two, quarter to two in that morning, his man was looking out the window. She seen Jeffrey at the bonfire. He says, she said he was happy. He, he looked okay. He was gonna, she was going to call the members. She decided not to. The father morning, then, he didn't arrive for him when I got off for work. Uh, I went to work. Well, I went out looking for him. I passed him where he was laying. But I went to work. About quarter to 11 that morning, I got a sick feeling of me. And I decided to go home to see the Jeffrey home. But on my way home, a couple of people stopped me. They said uh, they found someone in the, the green about 50 yards from the house. When I got up there, then the guards were around there and the guards called me go over and identify Jeffrey's body in the ground. You had to identify your son as he lay there? As he lay there, yeah. How did he die? Um, well, what was said at the inquest, it was a 10-minute inquest, that he has 10 blows of hatches in the head. And his internal organs were busted up as well. He was kicked on the ground. You mentioned the Gardaí. They investigated this murder at the time. It's an open investigation. And while there have been people who have been arrested, no one has ever been charged. No, there was uh, there was 21 people arrested. And there was no one ever charged with this murder. It's been seven years since he died that no one has ever faced justice for this. How does that affect your family? Well, it's still affecting the family. It's just, it's just like a nightmare that you're going to wake up some morning and then he's going to be lying there when he, he's been waiting to be called or whatever. It's, he, is, he left two kids behind him. One of the kids wasn't, wasn't even born when he was killed. The girl that he was with was pregnant at the time. And the other young girl, she was one years of age at the time. And what do you say to her now? She asks about her dad. And she, she, we actually told her what happened. Well, we didn't give her the, the details of what happened, like, but we told her her, her dad was murdered by bad people and he gone to heaven. He's up now, he's looking down at her. But she, she goes to bed. For the last couple of weeks now, his anniversary is coming up uh, Saturday, the 22nd, November, and she goes to bed. She has his sweater in one hand and she has a key ring of his photograph in another hand. And she was screaming two weeks ago. We went up to see, we thought she fell out of bed. We went up to see what was wrong with her. She was just calling over, I just want my daddy back. She was born to raise up in the bed. That this has gone on for so long without anyone being charged. Have you lost a little bit of faith in the criminal justice system, Alan? Well, there, there, was, there was at least eight murder cases uh, sorted out in the seven years. I was speaking to a guy at the source last night and I just said to him, I just want to ask you a simple question. Was Jeffrey's case a priority to you in the barracks at the time? 
And they, he said to me, no, because there were two gangland killings at the time over them two years, uh, Shane Gagan and Roy Collins. And they said they got top priority. All the resources, the Garby, went into them two cases. And he told me Jeffrey's case was thrown aside till them two cases were sorted out. And said that was two... It took about three years for them two cases to be sorted. So that meant Jeffrey's files and everything were just thrown aside for them three years. But your son was innocent. He didn't... He wasn't involved in gangland crime. No, Jeffrey was involved with no crime. He's... He was one of the quietest people who could meet everyone in the streets in Limerick. You talked to they all loved him. He hadn't a, he hadn't a bad word to say anyway, say about anyone. You've written to the Justice Minister Francis Fitzgerald. What do you want her to do now? Um, I'd like Francis Fitzgerald to meet up with me. And I just wanted to let her know what I'm going through and what the family's going through. And if she could get another investigation team honest. Because the Garda source said to me, he said to me, if they put resources into this case, it will be sorted, it will be solved. If they re-arrest the people, they, they arrest us seven years ago for this crime. He has, he said 100% that case will be sorted out if they put the resources into it. I just want her to even take us outside the Roxborough to Dublin and get seen or detectives up there to take a look at it or a court case, but... I don't need to name anybody, but you you have suspicions about who was responsible. Do you see those people regularly? I have a hundred percent that I know who killed my son. And I hundred percent sure the Garby know who killed my son. And I passed these people seven days a week on the streets and they're having the care in the world. Do you think they'll ever be brought to justice? I think there would be if I get a meeting with Francis Gerald and she listens to my side of the story and gets another team of investigators on it, detectives, and I reckon that case will be solved within six months. But there is evidence there if they, if they dig down far enough to get the people to us.